Welcome back to the Club Candid Podcast, a podcast full of candid conversation where we have fun sharing stories, talk about life, and learn from one another. I guess that is a brief synopsis of the podcast. Um, I'm Reggie, I'm your host, and today we're catching up on the last two and a half months that I have been away. I was a little busy growing and birthing a human, so if you missed last week's episode, I shared all the details of that. Uh, But during that time, I was growing and birthing a human and learning to be a mom. There was more going on than just those things. Um, I kept notes in my phone of all the things I wanted to talk to you guys about while I was away. So today's episode, we're basically just going to be talking about a bunch of random topics. I'm just going to word vomit all about some funny experiences I've had, some new music that's come out, the TV shows I binged, the books I read and more. It's basically just going to be one big segment of currently obsessed. So hopefully you can find some good suggestions of shows to watch, books to read. Um, Also, just get used to hearing probably my baby um, cry, fart, and (laughs) whine in the background. She's a pretty chill baby, but she has her moments. Um, Anyways, yeah, and then I'm just going to share some fun little stories from the summer that I want to share with you guys. So we're just going to get started and jump right in to some things that I have been or that I was watching, listening and reading from like June up until now while I was away. So hopefully when I share these things, you can find some good suggestions of shows to watch, podcasts to listen to, uh, books to read etc. So starting with watching, if you know me, you know that I love nothing more than watching TV, which sounds really stupid, but (laughs) I do. It's like the only way I can get things done. When I'm editing, I can't like listen to music or a podcast or anything. Like I will only be productive and get things done with work when I am watching TV. So I do a lot of TV watching because I do a lot of editing and working. So some shows that I watched during that time, uh, Breaking Bad. If you're not familiar with Breaking Bad, it's basically a show. It's pretty dark and intense. I want to say that um, the way that Netflix describes it, because you know how Netflix will describe shows in like three words. I think it describes Breaking Bad as violent, dark, and gritty. I think that's what it uses. Um, it's it's pretty pretty good. So it's about um, basically a meth lot, like drug de- dealing. That's like the simplest way I can explain it. Um, but the shortened version is there is this guy who is a chemistry teacher. Um, he finds out he has cancer, and he's his family doesn't have a ton of money and so he knows that he needs to provide for his family he's got a baby on the way and he decides that he is going to make meth cook meth I guess that's how you say it cook meth um to get rich and get some money for his family and it is so good um I was previously watching the show because Breaking Bad is something Kendall and I watched together. So I guess I couldn't really watch that one while I was editing um, at Home Alone. Uh, But we were previously watching 24 and I've talked about that on the podcast. We loved 24. Um, We didn't think anything could top it. And my dad was like, 
oh, I have a show for you that's better than 24. And so, of course, we had to watch it to see if it was better. I will say, I, I think I enjoyed watching Breaking or 24. I think I enjoyed watching 24 a little bit more than Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad was just a little too dark that like, I can't tell you how many times I had to get up out of the living room and go stand in the kitchen and plug my ears and like watch Kendall's facial expressions <laughs> because I didn't want to watch what was happening. Um, it is pretty, it can be a little gory, um, a little more for mature audiences, uh, but it's really, really good. Um, when we were like done watching it, I was like kind of sad, but I was kind of glad it was over at the same time because it was just so intense. Um, I will say the first like five episodes are like really, really intense. I, the pilot, the very first episode is one of the best openings of a se of series I have ever seen. It is so well done. The actors are amazing, except for the wife. I really do not like the wife in the show. Um, but Breaking Bad, it's amazing. Just if you start it and decide to watch it, just know that the first five episodes are like a little much. Um, you'll kind of be like, oh my gosh, this show is horrible. Why am I watching this? But then it gets a little bit better. Um, there's just a lot of stuff packed into the first five episodes. It's just kind of a lot. Um, so we watched that. And then there is a, once you finish Breaking Bad, if you, I, I know it's an older show. So maybe a lot of you have already seen it or have heard about it. Um, but there is a Netflix movie that is, that follows up like right after the series ends. Um, it's called El Camino. It's a Breaking Bad movie. And then there's a prequel to Breaking Bad, a series called Better Call Saul. Maybe you've heard of that. We just started watching that and we're really enjoying it. Um, another show I watched, and I'm sure everyone listening has probably watched it too, Outer Banks. Can we talk about Outer Banks for a second? I was really anticipating loving Outer Banks season two, but I didn't. And, you know, I just, I had, I, I, maybe I need to try giving it another shot and watch it again. But I felt like season one was so good. I really enjoyed it. There were, you know, it's like a soapy teen adventure show. So, you know, it has those elements to it that you're like, okay, a little cheesy. Um, but here are the th problems that I had with season two. First off, just overall, I have a really hard time that these these kids, why do they, why is it that they choose actors who are like, 28 to play 15 year olds I just I do not understand because it's like oh you want to keep the show going um well everyone's gonna be like 50 by the time you want to finish this full series of shows you know what I'm saying I don't understand it but I I don't know anyways so I have a hard time with that um but I had a hard time with season two because it just was, I thought it was a lot cheesier. I really only loved the character JJ. I mean, I like, I like the characters, but I mean, JJ's the best. He's the cutest one. I think he's the best actor out of all of them. Um, his character is just the best. Uh, he's played by Rudy. What's his last name? Like Pankow or something like that. I, I love him. I adore him. I think he's the cutest thing. Also, this might be a bit of a spoiler. <laughs> So if you haven't watched it yet, maybe like skip like one minute ahead. But one thing that really, I just, I don't, I didn't love was that apparently there is this, what do they call it? 
the cloth that has magical powers and heals people. Um, and I think that's a real thing, not in like real life, but in the show. And I just don't like when things turn into, turn magical. You know what I'm talking about? Like, I mean, obviously it's not very realistic that there's this giant treasure or whatever, but it is kind of weird that there is this magical cloth that heals you. And I did see a TikTok video that was about how John B's bandana is supposed to secretly be, do they call it the shroud? Why do I feel like shroud is a bad word? I feel like I'm saying a bad word. <laughs> but um, that yeah, his bandana is magical cloth because when he gets bitten by the alligator, his leg just magically heals. Um, it's when he gets close to uh, Pope, when he's like gets stung by the bees, he's like healed. Um, when Sarah Cameron basically gets shot and dies, she comes back to life because... He, she has his part of his bandana. I don't know. I just, I just think that's a little extreme. I also didn't love at the end that John B's dad, I'm sorry, I'm giving spoilers. I didn't mean to do this, but I hope everyone skipped ahead, um, is alive at the end. I just thought that was weird too. So I don't know. I just, I wasn't a fan. I think I might need to rewatch it. Um, but it sounds like there's going to be a season three and I'm looking forward to that. I do feel like one reason I didn't love season two is I just, it felt a little, like I said, it felt a little rushed and they did. I will say I'm impressed with how quickly they shot and filmed it and released it and everything because that was like really quick. Um, we haven't even seen a season four of Stranger Things yet. So bravo to the Outer Banks team. I did rewatch Shit's Creek. That's probably one of my favorite shows of all all time if not my very favorite show of all time if you haven't watched that yet it's on netflix it's the best it's so funny um i've never like loved characters from a show more in my entire life it's so good so that's probably like the third or fourth time i've watched it all the way through it's a good one i've got my parents hooked on it uh my mother-in-law hooked on it it's so good okay um currently things i'm currently watching uh I'm currently watching, I just started the Only Murders in the Building on Hulu and it's really good. I like that it's like a murder mystery comedy. The one thing I don't like about it is that Selena Gomez is in it. I don't have any hate towards Selena Gomez. I really, I really think she's great, uh, but not in this show. I just feel like her character and I think it maybe is just the way Selena Gomez is, but she has like no inflection in her voice. She sounds so monotone and like it's almost like she's mumbling everything she says and it drives me nuts but I love Steve Martin I love Martin Short and I'm really excited the first three or four episodes now um are up you can go watch them and then they come out like every Tuesday or Wednesday um weekly so that one's really good I also just started the first episode of Nine Perfect Strangers I don't even know if I want to continue watching it it just seems kind of bizarre but I feel like because it's so bizarre Oh, Lennon's laughing. Because it's so bizarre, I have to <laughs> see like where it's going and I have to keep watching it. So I don't know. I'm someone who will literally watch like any TV show. So love that about me, I guess. Um, the other thing I'm currently watching is Bachelor in Paradise. And I promised myself I wasn't going to talk about the Bachelor franchise on the podcast because... <laughs> 
Uh, I just have had some love and hate with the Bachelor franchise. I just, I really thought um, Matt's season was just so dumb. Um, I didn't even finish it. I thought it was lame. Apparently, Katie's season was the best, and I didn't even watch it. So I don't know a lot of the guys on Bachelor in Paradise because they are from her season. But I'm really enjoying it. Uh, I will make a few comments about what I think so far. Um, I think Demi is a hypocrite and I don't like her. Sorry. (laughs) Um, I'm not sure if there's a couple I'm super vibing with. Um, I like Chris and what's her name? Forgot her name. Sorry. Uh, (laughs) like them. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I haven't found a connection that I'm like, but here's the thing. It's not like any of these people really are going to work out. Let's be real. Um, because everyone on the show is always like, I know that this works for people, but like how many people on Bachelor in Paradise actually have lasted? I mean, there's been how many seasons? And I think there's maybe like five couples who have ended up together, like are still together. And like one of them have like a kid. The rest of them have been engaged for like 20 years. So uh, that's my take on Bachelor in Paradise right now. Um, It's always a little trashy and stupid, but I love trashy and stupid. So um, that's what I've been watching. Let's move on to what I've been reading. So I've been doing a lot of reading, especially now um, that I have a baby. I love reading books while I'm nursing. It's the best. Um, At night, it's like the thing that keeps me awake when I have to wake up and feed her in the night. Um, So I've been reading a lot of books. Um, I also read quite a few before I had Lennon. So I, I loved most of the books I read. I'm just going to share my favorites though because I don't need to read all of them off and explain every book to you. But here are the ones that I have loved. Um, first off, before I begin, I've mentioned this once before on the podcast, but I feel like I have to tell you all the time because it's the best thing ever. It's probably illegal, but I don't really care. Um, it's a app. Oh, actually, I, maybe there's an app for it. I just go use the browser on my phone to search it. It's Z Library. Just search that. And you can pretty much download any book to your phone. If you have um, the Kindle app, if you have um, Am- or Amazon Books, um, I think Kindle is Amazon. I don't know. <laughs> There's just a bunch of different ways you can download books. I download them to my books library on my iPhone. And there are so many good books on there. Like literally, I haven't been able to I have not been able to find a book. So you basically just type a book on, downloads it to your phone for free. Yes, for free. Why spend $16 on a book when you could just read like a billion books for free? I don't know. I I'm, I don't feel too bad about it. Uh, so Z Library, uh, my favorite books I've read so far within these last few months. Um, let's see. They Wish They Were Us. It's by Jessica Goodman. That one was pretty good. Um, It's a murder mystery about like some high school kids. Not like my favorite thriller or like murder mystery I've read, but it is like very different and it keeps you guessing the whole time. Um, Another one I loved was Then She Was Gone. That one is also a murder mystery kind of. It's like about a missing girl. Um... I don't really know how else to explain it. Basically, this girl goes missing and then 10 years later, her mom 
meets this little girl who looks just like her daughter. So that one was really good. I think I finished it in like two days. Um, and then my other favorite book I read, this one is like one of my favorite books probably of all time now. Um, it's called November nine. It's by Colleen Hoover. She's very famous for her like romance novels. Um, this one is really cool because it's about like this guy and this girl. There's, I mean, there's so much more to it, but this without giving anything away, um, who they meet on November 9th and they both are just going in different directions in life and they decide to meet up every year on November 9th and so the whole book is each year they meet up and it's just from each day on November 9th for like six years or something and it is so so good I read that one in like a day that one was one I like couldn't put down and I was like reading I'd like wake up at like 4 a.m to feed Lennon and then I'd get done feeding her and I'd like put her in bed and I was like oh, maybe I should stay up until she needs to eat again and <laughs> read this book because it's so good. Um, I really liked that one. Another one of hers I read, I don't know if it was before, it might have been in June or July that I read it, but maybe it was before then. <laughs> I can't remember. I've read so many books I like, can't keep track. Um, is It Ends With Us. That one is just like a really good romance book, but it's also like really heartbreaking and tugs at your heartstrings. It's a good one. Uh, so yeah, those are my book recommendations of the ones of the ones I read that I really, really liked. Um, so without further ado, let's dive into uh, podcasts. There are things I've been listening to. Podcasts, music. Um, podcast wise, honestly, I really only um, listened to pregnancy podcasts. So really, really quickly, I'm just going to tell you the pregnancy podcasts that I like because I know there's probably some of you listening who are expecting a baby at some point or a new mom or something. So the ones that I love are the Mommy Labor Nurse podcast. She also has a course that I took um, on like what to expect when you go into labor and delivery. And she had one come out very conveniently um, a few weeks before I found out I was going to need to have a C-section. So she has a C-section um, course too, and she's just awesome. Her podcast is great. Her Instagram is great. Um, so that, yeah, that's the Mommy Labor Nurse podcast. I also love the Informed Pregnancy podcast. That one's a good one. And then another one I listen to um, is called My Essential Birth. So there you have it. Now, as far as music is concerned, 2021 has really been blessing us with some really good tunes, um, some albums I've been loving and some singles, some whatever. I've really been loving Billie Eilish's new album. I guess I shouldn't say her full album because I, I've got to be honest. I really love Billie Eilish. I think she is incredible. She's super talented. Every song of hers that I listen to, I am so impressed by, and I think she is a musical genius, her and her brother, but I, it's, her albums aren't something that I can just, like, listen to, like, and have stuck in my head all day, um, it's, you know what I'm talking about? Like, some of her songs are a little creepy, like, if I want to, like, go on a drive, like, a road trip, I'm not going to listen to, um, when we fall asleep, where did you go? Like, where do we go? I just, I'm, I don't know. But let's 
let me tell you my favorite songs um off of her new album i'm loving happier than ever who who isn't loving that song the first time i listened to it i think i went to like died and went to heaven i just thought it was like it was a very spiritual experience for me i really enjoyed it um i also really love my future i know she released that as a single like a while back but that song is so good uh kendall he works at a car dealership I promise this has something to do with Billie Eilish. Um, he works at a car dealership and one day he brought home this car. I don't know what kind of car it was, but it had an amazing sound system in it. And he was like, it was, he got home really late um, and it had somewhere he had to go after work. So he got home like super late, like almost midnight. And he was like, Hey, I have this really cool car I'm driving. Can we go like drive it really fast? And like, turn on this really cool sound system and I was like sure so we went on a drive and we like rolled the windows down and it was late and the car was just really cool and the sound system was awesome and we played that song and we were just like driving down this like road in the middle of nowhere and just like turning it up real loud and it was so cool it was one of those main character moments for sure so really like that one uh okay John Mayer I don't know if anyone, I'm someone who really enjoys John Mayer's music, don't really love him as a person, um, but he's amazing. Kendall and I really, really like him. Kendall's not going to listen to this podcast episode, I'm sure, so I can say this. I got tickets to John Mayer for March in Salt Lake City. I'm surprising Kendall with tickets to John Mayer for his birthday next month, and I'm so excited. It's always been my dream to like surprise someone with tickets to somewhere. Um, I was really sad that COVID was a thing um, because I really wanted to surprise Kendall um, when he graduated with the flights to Croatia. Haven't been able to do that yet. One day I'm going to. But anyways, we have this list of artists that we want to see perform before we die. And we have, it's like a top three and we'll pay any ticket price to go see them live because they're on our top three. So one of those is John Mayer. So I got tickets to his concert and I'm so excited to surprise him with it. His new album, the more I listen to it, the more I love it. I was expecting a little bit more from it, but I think it's really good. I think John Mayer is very, very talented. He's amazing. And I'm so excited to see him live. So the one thing I will say I've dis- was disappointed about with his album, I guess, is that like three or four of his songs on his album of like seven or eight songs are songs that he's already released as singles like forever ago. So that was disappointing because I was hoping to hear more new stuff, but he's so good. John Mayer is one of those people that like he could cover literally any song and it would be better than the original. Not, not even joking. So love him. Um, now one of my favorite albums that has been released as of recently, Lord, where has she been? Where has she been these last few years? I want to say I read this thing that said that she was planning on releasing an album like three or four years ago, but her cat died. And so she was really sad about it and couldn't finish the album. I don't know if that's true, but I've heard that like three or four times. So rest in peace, Lord's cat. But um, I, she's blessed us with solar power and it is so good. I love it so much. Um, I've listened to it nonstop and Kendall's someone who he doesn't really love listening to female artists. I know that sounds really horrible of him. He just doesn't really vibe with a lot of female singers except for me and Lord, I guess. Um, but we've been listening to that a lot and he really likes it. Um, 
Lennon really likes it. We are really loving Lord over here. I'm also loving Lainey's new album, uh, the new weekend song by the weekend. Uh, there's some good stuff out there and I'm really excited. There's supposed to be a lot of new music coming out this fall too. We've got the red, the red album, Taylor's version coming out. We were, are going to have a 10 minute version of all too well. Are we are we prepared for that emotionally? I'm not sure, but I, I'm very excited about that. Um, a new Ed Sheeran album. Uh, I'm sure there's more. I can't even think. I know we're going to be getting a Silk Sonic album that is uh, Anderson Pack and Bruno Mars. Their new band, they're awesome. Their new skate song is also really good too. So really looking forward to all the new tunes um, and all the new stuff that's been out there this summer has been amazing. So love that for all of us. Uh, I think that's everything for what I've been listening, watching, and reading. Uh, so now I want to just tell like a few little things that I wrote down, experiences I've had. Honestly, they're kind of random, um, but I think they'd be fun to share with you guys. So first up, the coolest thing that happened to me before, besides having a baby, uh, is a moment I had with Ashley Tisdale. It wasn't a moment in person. It was a moment over the internet. Did we communicate with each other? No, but it was still a moment and it was amazing. You probably saw me post about it, but if you didn't and you missed it, here's what happened. So once upon a time, I recorded... Okay, I I know I've mentioned this before on the podcast too, so quick summary. Once upon a time, I recorded a song and put it on Spotify. And it is a cover version of What Dreams Are Made Of from the hit movie, the Lizzie McGuire movie. And I posted it to Spotify and all the music streaming platforms. Um, And it's actually done really well on Spotify. Well, and by really well, I mean a lot better than I thought it would be by a long shot. So it has almost like 2 million streams. Pretty cool. Um, And a lot, I've had a lot of like people who follow me send me like oh my gosh someone used your song in their Instagram story or in a reel and it's funny because for some reason the original version of that song is not on Spotify or anything and so when people search what dreams are made of my song is the first one that pops up actually I think the Trisha what's her bucket um version pops up first I'm gonna look it up what dreams are made of oh oh my gosh they have the hillary duff version on spotify now what is what is life okay and i'm not even seeing the trisha version on here the trish version so mine is first and then it's the hillary duff version oh my gosh i have to see how many streams that has this is fascinating okay this is the song the original version oh it's such a bop okay Hey now. Oh my gosh, it doesn't even have a million streams. It's new. Oh man, I gotta go watch this movie after this. Okay. So anyways, that is now streaming on Spotify. Wow, but mine pops up first because it was on Spotify first. So the number of streams mine has one about 1.6 million not trying to toot my own horn. I'm not, I, I honestly, the version of that song I released, I wanted it to be a lot 
different than it was, but I didn't have a lot of hours in the studio and it was a thing I did at the producer for free. So it is what it is. Um, I mean, I'm still happy with it, but anyways, so back to the Ashley Tisdale thing. So because mine pops up first, um, a lot of people have used it and Ashley Tisdale put my song on her Instagram story. I know it's such a big deal. (laughs) It's really not like, but the fact that Ashley Tisdale, Sharpay Evans, if we will, you know, was thinking of that song and she searched it and she was like, crap, they don't have the Hillary Duff version, but she clicked on mine and she liked it enough to use it on her Instagram story and posted it and listened to me sing is what dreams are made of right there. So no, I'm I'm not trying I'm not trying to make a big deal about it, but uh, that's that's my little subtle flex of the day, um, or of my life. So that's really cool. If you knew me when I was in middle school, going through my high school musical phase, you would know this is a very big deal for me. So I'm feeling very very blessed by that, and one day Hillary Duff will notice me. One day, so. There's, there's one story of one thing that happened to me. Another thing, I thought I would share the story of Kendall and I's last, um, well, I don't really know what to call it. I guess our just like last getaway before we had a baby. It wasn't technically a baby moon. We did Hawaii, um, back in April, but we were like, we need to go get away and, you know, have a fun weekend of just the two of us before our baby comes. And Kendall was feeling so bad for me because... If you listened to last week's episode, I had a very difficult last couple weeks of pregnancy, was not feeling great. Um, And so Kendall was so sweet. He was like, okay, I'm going to take you to, I booked us this really cool place. We're going to stay at this resort and it's going to be really fun. And we're going to stay there for the night and have this really cool swimming pool and you can swim because swimming was something I wanted to do so badly. There's just something about when you're pregnant and you know, your whole body feels heavy and it's in pain. You just want to float and relieve all the pressure. So I was really wanting to swim. So he tried to find a place that had a really cool views and a really cool swimming pool for me to swim in. And he was really excited about it. And I was getting excited. I was like, okay, this is so nice. He's so cute. This is great. Let's go. So we drive to the place and we show up and we're really excited and Kendall's like, "Hey, you sit in the car. I'm going to go check us in." And as he's walking in to check us in, I notice that in all of the windows of this resort we just pulled up to has like fans, like uh fans in the windows. And I'm like, "That's kind of weird. Like hotels never have a fan sitting in the window." Um so I was like, "That's weird." So I text him while he's in there checking in and I said, does this place have AC? And he's like, well, why wouldn't it have AC? It's a a nice resort. So I'm like, okay, that's weird. Maybe people just like to have them on in their rooms, like portable fans. So we grab our stuff and we go, we walk in and we, when we first walked in, we were kind of like, okay, this is, does not look like what it looks like online. Um, but we knew we were in the right place. So we go up in the elevator and we get to the floor of our room and it just looks really old and it smells kind of weird and it's really hot. And there's literally hadn't seen a single person. There were so many cars parked outside. We hadn't seen a single person 
in the whole hotel. So we're like, this is kind of weird. So we get to our room and we walk in and it was one of those moments we just walked in and we dropped our stuff on the floor and we just kind of looked around and we looked at each other and Kendall's like, um, this is not what I booked. And I was like, yeah, this, this is not what you booked. And so he pulls up the reservation on his phone. Meanwhile, we are sweating to death. I'm nine months pregnant. I am cranky. I am in pain. I'm, I'm nine months pregnant. So I'm not feeling great. And it's super hot. And the bed was one of those beds that was like attached to the wall. So you had to like pull it down. Um, super uncomfortable. It had like a TV that was probably from like the 90s. Um, big box, tiny like one of those big box TVs, but it's the screen itself is very small. Um, just like plugged in. It, it just, it was horrible. Super tight space, really old, really hot. Um, and so Kendall calls the front desk and he's like, I'm pulling up my reservation here. And I, I booked this other resort. I thought this is, you know, was the one that we're supposed to be at. And she's like, Oh no, 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 no. That one is next door. It's part of our same thing, but it's, this is a different, you booked our place, not the one next door. And looking on their website, it was very confusing. They make it, you, they make you think that you are booking this nicer place. I don't remember what it's called or I would tell you. Um, so we think we're staying at this place and we're not. And we look outside, the pool is like this small little pond and <laughs> it's dirty. We're just like, what? And so he's like, well, can we, and he paid a lot of money for this room. So he's asks the lady at the desk, he's like, well, is there any way we could upgrade to the one right next door? Um, because that's what I thought I booked. I really want to stay at that place. And she's like, oh yeah, that will be like an additional $250. And he looks at me and I'm like, there's no, I'm like, no, we are not going to pay an additional $250 on top of what we already paid to upgrade. So Kendall explains to the lady, he says, well, my wife is nine months pregnant and I was trying to spoil her with a very nice getaway. And this is just not what I was expecting. Um, is Do you have any rooms in this building that we could move to that have AC? And she's like, oh, we don't have any central air in this entire building. And I'm like trying not to cry because I, and I shouldn't be so mad because I'm like, okay, this was really nice of him. He really is trying. It's not his fault. But like I said, I was nine months pregnant. <laughs> I was not very happy. I'm like trying to hold back tears because I know I'm not going to sleep in this room that night. So we're trying to decide if we should go to even like a nice best Western or a holiday inn. But I'm like, it's just not worth the money when we've already paid this much money to stay at this place. So what we end up doing is the lady at the desk is very nice. She's this older lady. She's like, well, I can give you a room across the hall for a free upgrade because we don't have anyone staying in it. Um, it has two queen beds and it's next to the mountain. And so it's a little cooler. It doesn't, it's not in the sun all day. Um, and we do have a, a small fan you can use. So she's like, go check it out. So we're like, okay, we go across the hall. It's a much nicer room. Um, but the beds are not queen size beds. They are full size beds. And your girl has got to sleep with her pregnancy pillow, which takes up eh, most of our queen size bed at our house. So 
we walk in and I'm like, there is no way we can sleep in the same bed tonight because <laughs> there's just, there literally was just not enough room for my big belly, my pregnancy pillow and Kendall on a bed. So we ended up sleeping in, in separate beds. It was super romantic. Um, we went to go to the pool because I was really looking forward to that. And I was like, you know what? All that matters is that we're together. We have a place to sleep, a place to get away. And there's a pool. So we go down to the pool. It is ice cold. Ice cold. They had a hot tub covered in bugs. Um, <laughs> it was, it was just quite the time. Kendall felt so bad. <laughs> and it was such a bummer because we seriously spent so much money on that place only for it to not be what we thought it was. And, you know, it was unfortunate, but it ended up being like the best getaway. We were so frustrated in the moment, but we kept saying, eventually we're going to laugh about this. And we were able to laugh about it by the end of the night. And it was like the perfect little weekend getaway, even though it wasn't what we thought it was going to be. Now, my last story for you. I had an experience uh, back in early June and it has developed into quite the story. So I have been posting about this on my private Instagram story, but I feel like I should share this with you um, on the podcast because it's just too funny not to share. So once upon a time, I was at Smith's Marketplace at the grocery store and I was walking down the feminine hygiene aisle looking for some panty liners. Not that it matters, but that's where I was. I'm setting the scene. And this girl comes up to me and starts making some small talk and we start talking and the first like maybe 10 minutes of this and yes that's how long we were talking um even longer like it's almost about half an hour so we're, we're talking and making small talk and the first little bit I'm like okay this girl's really nice like it's seem it's weird to have someone approach me and talk to me and you know, she had no idea who I was. I had no idea who she was. We were just becoming friends. And in the beginning, you know, I'm like, this is cool. Um, I feel like because of the pandemic with everyone wearing masks and staying so far away from each other, it's been a long time since I've just like talked to a stranger. So I'm talking to this girl. She seems really cool. And then after a little bit, I'm like, okay, this girl is getting very personal. She starts asking very personal questions about my life. Um, she was asking me like how long it took me to get pregnant and you know you just don't ask a stranger that and you don't and then I had to like share my whole story with her and like I was fine fine I'm very open about that it was just very interesting and then she kept asking personal questions about like what I do for work and what my husband does for work and where he works at and I was trying to not be too specific because she was wanting me to be specific and I felt weird about that. So I'm trying to get away from this girl at the store. I've got like frozen fruit in my cart that's like turning into jam at this point. And I'm just like, okay, like trying to make it obvious that I need to leave. Well, after she fires off 20 questions, she says, oh my gosh, we need to get together. Your husband and my husband would get along so well. I can just tell. Literally, the only thing I told her about Kendall was that he worked at a car dealership. That's literally it. Um, so she's like, just telling me all these things and we need to get together and we should hang out. And I was like, oh, yeah, um, I mean, that'd be fun. And I was about to say, like, you know, I'm about to have a baby, but no thanks. But and it was just like an awkward situation. But she 
literally kind of like almost grabs my phone out of my hand. She's like, we should swap numbers. Let's swap numbers. And she, I have my phone sitting there and she's all like, here's my number. And, or she says, what's your number? And I tell her, I almost considered giving her her fake phone number because I was seriously getting the weirdest vibes from this girl. She was being very pushy and like weird. And I felt like she was trying to sell me something, but she wasn't selling me something. And, um, I considered giving her the wrong number when I was like, I'm going to be nice. Like this girl's been nice to me. Um, all, you know, what will happen is if she texts me, I'll just be like, I can ignore her. I can tell her I'm not interested or whatever. So she, she gives me, I give her my number. She texts me and thank goodness I gave her my right number because then she's like, did you get my text? And she like runs over and looks over my shoulder to make sure I got it. Before I even leave the grocery store, she has already texted me, says, hey, it's so-and-so. It was so good to meet you. We need more people in the world like you. Can't wait to get together soon. I'm like, okay, that's nice. Um, but I just like had this weird feeling about it. I kept thinking about it and I was like, I don't know. There's just like something that feels off about this conversation I had with this girl. Well, I respond and I was just like, oh, thanks. You're so sweet. That's all I really said. So then the next day she texts me. She says, hope you had a great weekend. Are you and your husband free during these times for like 30 minutes? And I'm like, okay, if you genuinely, like, let's say I genuinely like thought this girl was like, we were really vibing and I was like, yes, this is my new best friend. I don't feel like I'd want to hang out with someone for just 30 minutes. You know what I'm saying? It just, I just thought that was a very interesting Oh, sorry, Lennon's growling. Um, I just thought it was a very interesting, uh, I don't know, 30 minutes. That's all they wanted to hang out with for is like 30 minutes. So I respond. I say, I'm going to have to check with my husband. He's at work right now, but he'll be home soon. I will let you know. I was hoping she'd forget about it. But then she responds and says, sounds great. I forget to respond. I don't respond to her. The next day, she says, did you get a chance to talk to your husband about when you're open this week? I tell her, you know, it's my last full week of work. I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it work. She's all like, well, maybe we could just get together for just a little bit at the park and we can just chat to get to know each other better and continue our conversation from the other day. Now, I'm getting the vibe. And, I, I, and maybe from these text messages that I'm reading to you, you might not feel like this is the vibe I'm getting. But after talking to her, this was the vibe, like at the store, this was the vibe I was getting. It sounded to me like her and her husband were either like some swingers or like trying to sell me on some product or a new business idea. So I just don't respond because I just feel weird about it and I don't know what to say. So then she messages me again the next day. Hope you had a great week any word on work and when you're free, I respond. I'm basically just like, sorry, life is crazy right now. And it really was crazy. I was not lying to her. I was just like, I was explaining to her how crazy life was. So I said, sorry, I'm just really busy right now. She's all like, well, what about tomorrow? So like anytime I keep saying like, sorry, I'm busy. She just keeps like pushing and pushing and pushing. So I just decided to ignore her. She keeps texting me, asking me if we can hang out. And it's just getting to the point where I'm like, oh my gosh, I've got to like turn this girl down. So she, she just keeps asking for my schedule. I tell her 
this is what I sent to her in a text, hoping that this she can get the hint. I say, hey, I wish I had more free time, but life is so crazy at the moment and we have so much to do to prepare for this baby. I have also barely seen my husband because he's been working so much, so right now isn't the best time. So sorry. So then what does she do? She responds, she says, oh, that's totally fine. I know life is crazy. When are you due again? Do you need anything for you and your baby? Like, let me bring you dinner. Let me, and I mean, very nice, but also like, I had just met this girl. I'm not about to invite her into my home to meet my newborn baby. You know what I'm saying? Um, also the thing that was super weird about this girl is like after every single sentence she texted me, she'd put an upside down smiley face. Like, does that not just give you the weird vibes? So I just decide to ghost this girl and I'm like, sorry, I have come to the conclusion that if there's just someone you don't want in your life or you're not getting good vibes from someone, you don't have to be nice. You don't have to be nice about it. Like, not that you have to be mean about it, but you don't have to like lead them on. You know what I'm saying? So I just completely ignore this girl. And about a week later, she's still texting me, asking me stuff. I just keep ignoring her. Well, then the moment happens where we find out what this girl's up to. She sends me a text a month later and she says, Hey Katie, I hope you're doing well. My husband and I started a small online business back in January and there's some great products for new moms. Do any of these look like they'd be helpful for you? Question mark, smiley face. Now, does that not just sound like something you hear in your DMs every once in a while from a girl you went to high school with like 10 years ago? Because... I, I was right about this girl. I was getting the vibes. I was feeling it. I said, this girl's trying to sell me something. And Kendall was so convinced reading all the messages and hearing. He's like, oh, this girl is trying to get you in on her business idea. Either that or I literally thought they were trying to hook up with Kendall and I. Um, so <laughs> I probably shouldn't say that. Anyways, so I start laughing my head off when I get this text message. This was like in July. I'm laughing my head off. I'm like, oh my gosh, this, this, is, this happened. This, I was right. And I felt like so proud of myself that I was, I was right all along. So I decided to not respond to the girl because first off, she called me Katie. My name is not Katie. My name is Reggie. And the way she spelled Katie makes it, it wasn't like K-A-T-I-E. It was like a K-Y-T-E-E. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm not going to respond to this girl. I'm going to let her realize the mistake she made. So what happens literally another month later. Well, it was more like three weeks later. She texts me. She says, I was just looking at this text and I realized I totally messed up your name. How are you doing? This poor girl cannot catch a break. Now, this is, this is the thing about why I don't like MLMs. One, it's just scammy. Like I felt the whole, this whole time I was, ew, I was just getting the vibes like this is just not cool and I feel weird about it. It's kind of like they're just really pushy I don't know. I, I couldn't, I couldn't handle it. So I just ended up responding and I just said, Hey, I know you're trying to do your job, but I'm not interested. And she never texted me back again. I feel like I could go off about MLMs and just things like that, <laughs> but I will, this is not the place for it. I know I've already talked about it before. Um, but I just wanted to give a reminder that if you get are in a similar situation and you're feeling weird vibes from people, whether they're trying to sell you something or not, you will have all the permission in the world to just step away, to ignore, 
ghost them if you will. You don't have to be mean about it. You just don't have to say anything. So I just thought I'd share that because it was, I just thought it was a really funny example of how, you know, these people try to rope you into their schemes. I feel bad saying schemes. There's probably someone listening that, you know, sells oils or something that really feels like offended. I'm really sorry. Um, anyways, that is today's episode. My baby is getting fussy, if you can't tell from the background. So we're going to end it right there. Thank you so much for listening. I'm going to go change a poopy diaper and feed my child. So <laughs> shout out to Lennon for being featured on this episode today. Love you guys so much. I will see you next week. And if you're wondering if I'm enjoying mom life, I definitely am. Love you guys. See you next week. Love ya. Love ya. Love ya. See ya. See ya. Bye-bye.